There's a flood of experts with ideas on how to plug Wellington's water woes, yet the city is still hemorrhaging 40% of drinkable water. Last week, Master Plumbers told Checkpoint its members are qualified and available to help patch leaks in the capital, saying many of the problems are at Toby's or isolation valves and they're on private property. A report shows response and repair times are blown out in the capital. A patch-up that should take less than five days to do is taking 40 days on average. And staff shortages at the region's water services are stalling repairs. Now the Professional Association for Civil Contractors says there are enough of its people to do the work, but there's not enough funding being allocated. Joining us now is Civil Contractors New Zealand Chief Executive Alan Pollard. Kia ora, Alan. It seems to be an age-old problem, not enough money to go around. What's the answer there? Yeah, cool, Lisa, and thanks for having me on the show. Look, I think it's time to be a little creative in how we fund our infrastructure broadly, not just water. And uh, it was encouraging before the election that the now uh, new government talked about looking at alternative ways to fund, whether that's user pays or whether it's accessing some international funding lines. And we need to now be a lot more creative because if you look at water, we just don't have the rate space or population base to provide the kind of funding uh, for the investment that's needed. So for Wellington, what do you think the solution is then? Should we be seeking international investment to solve Wellington's water problems? Look, I, I think we should look at all the alternatives. I think really part of the solution, and look, I, I commend the Master Plumbers for coming up publicly and taking a stand on behalf of the Wellington community because at the end of the day, it's the health, wealth and well-being of a community that's at stake. But that's not the only part of the solution. It's a much bigger solution. And to us, that means let's actually get all the parties together, central government who, you know, they can three waters, but at this stage, we don't know yet what's replacing it. They've talked a lot about creative funding. Let's bring local government together. They can do an accurate assessment of the work needed and the priority to complete the work. And let's have to get the contractor community together because we're the experts in design and delivery. We actually do stuff. So how about getting this all together to try and work out a solution that's going to work for Wellington? And, and I have to say, it's a national problem. If you do stuff, are you doing stuff to have the conversations with Wellington uh, Council and Wellington Water about this and the government? Are you having those conversations? Well, we are certainly having them. And, and to be fair, the government is listening. But, you know, right now... Who are now, you talking to specifically, Alan? Uh, we talk to the ministers responsible, so infrastructure, local government, RMA reform and so on. I mean, they all have a part to play in this conversation. But, you know, what we're facing as an industry leader at the moment is that we have a lot of capacity and capability available, but there is no work. Decisions aren't being made largely because funding's not being allocated to address the problem. So you've got people lying idle, are you saying, in your industry? Absolutely. Yeah, we have. Uh, and, and that's the frustration of it, because we know there's a major problem, not just in water, but right across the infrastructure space. We've had our businesses gear themselves up based on the conversations that the previous government or this government have had. But nothing's happening. We've got to do stuff. And so we're willing and able to help every way we can to make that happen. So how long before you start to lose expertise? People go overseas. They can't get work here. They can't do what they're trained to do. They they take off. So how long before that starts happening? Look, it's happening now uh, right across the sector. Uh, you know, other markets are quite attractive and there's some comprehensive investment programs happening across the Tasman, for example. So we are losing skin on expertise. And if you look at the water space, that's a particularly specialist area where you build up the skills and competency over many, many years. 
And so the last thing we want to do is lose those. The other thing that happens, of course, is that our businesses need revenue, so they'll look to redeploy their people and equipment elsewhere. And the risk of that is once the sector gets its act together and makes some decisions, who's going to do the work at that stage? It's a really critical point we're at. I return to my earlier question, which you didn't give me a specific answer to. When you say that you should, all funding options should be explored for Wellington, do you have a position, your organisation, on what you think are realistic ways to fund Wellington's water? And are you giving specific examples to the Minister, for example, Simeon Brown, and saying, why aren't you seeking overseas investment, or we should do it this way? Have you put a proposal to him? Oh, we haven't put a proposal, but we, we are, are doing that in our conversations. Our, our view very clearly is that race-based funding is not working because we don't have the population base. Uh, the, the country, including councils, are heavily indebted. So our ability to borrow money now is highly constrained. The only options we have is to look at alternative methods, and that could be a user-pays way of doing it. It works for, you know, for, for example, water meters in the water space or uh, road user charges in the transport space. Um, or it could be national investment, which obviously has a toll or a charge associated with it. The government talked about this pre-election. There's a real opportunity now to come together to actually explore those. What confidence do you have in Wellington Water and the councils to manage this issue? We, we have a lot of sympathy for Wellington Water. We have a great. Not asking about sympathy, though, Alan. I'm asking about uh, your level of confidence. I think the confidence, the, the confidence we lack, is more in the in the council actually providing the funding to make it happen, and some of that comes to the messaging that central government's giving council about where is the water uh, reform going now that three waters has been canned. Huge amount of uncertainty. But our conversations are. First, with government to give some clear direction about what's happening and some clear direction on funding. And second, council to a clear prioritisation of a work programme because that's the only way that our contractors can have confidence to build capability to do the work. If you're worried about them with the ability to find the funding, is it time for commissioners? Oh, look, I, I don't know if it's time for commissioners. Or I think there's some clear conversations to be had between these parties. And I would like to think that within those those constraints, the local government, the central government and the contractors, there's enough capability and resource and competency to actually come up with a solution. Appreciate your time this evening. That is the Chief Executive of Civil Contractors New Zealand, Alan Pollard there.